all of the beauties are my exes. And I'm just like, oh my god. This is, this could not be worse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What Do You Dream podcast. I'm Nick, and today it's just me. It's just me. It's just me. We're just chilling out. We're just relaxing. Christy is being indisposed, and we're going to try something a little bit different at the What Do You Dream podcast experience. I don't know what that what to put there. Studios. Are we a studio? Not really. Anyway. So we want to do something different. Uh, we're going to try and do these kind of maybe a little free, kind of a free form single experience where, you know, I'm going to read some dreams I found on Reddit, see what happens, see how I can interpret it, have a bit of fun, maybe go on a bit of a tangent from here and there. And, you know, hope you guys like it. Now, as usual, I've got to plug the socials. Make sure you follow us at What Do You Dream Podcast at Facebook and Instagram. Also, don't forget to email us your dreams at What Do You Dream Podcast at gmail.com. Now, with all that good stuff out of the way, we can just get straight into it. So, I've got some dreams I found on Reddit. You know where all good things are? So I'm going to share them with you. I'm going to, I have, I've done a brief read through just so I don't sound like I'm illiterate. (laughs) So I've got a bit of like, so, and also I got to say, okay, I got to say people, uh, I don't know this is English as a second language because I understand that part because like you can't get like you can't get everything perfect if it's a second language but usually people go like oh well you know second language just be careful sorry for my grandma and what have you but like um the problem is like I swear to god some people's grandma is atrocious like I used to like laugh at my teachers going like, oh, why do you care so much about the grammar? The information's coming across. But if you're trying to write a response and it's, it, it mm, I, I, I just, yeah, sorry. I, that I'm sorry for anyone. That probably was a bit of like an ear attack, but so anyway, I'm going to go through this. It's no, it is titled haunted closet doll dream from Reddit user rocks that meow. So, a uh, while back, I had this dream, and I just wanted to tell some people about it and see what others think. Thank you so much for that. So, I thought I, I thought my closet had some sort of weird energy for almost three years now. It creeps me out so much that I resorted to sleeping with a stuffed animal, which I never did, even as a child. I like, see, I like, first off, I like how this there's a closet that's haunted for three years. You know, like if I'm living somewhere that's like, oh, my closet's haunted. Like number one, call Ghostbusters because that's just how you do it. But number number two, why don't you move to in a different room? Why don't you burn it? Why don't you get incense? Why don't you get holy water? Like do something about it. I don't know. Like, or is it like, a, <laughs> it just turns out there's like some camera there with a dude, like there's this dude just on the other end going like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah. Or maybe it's like a demon doing the exact same thing, but with like a demon possession portal going like, oh yeah, I am Satan, I am Satan and I'm joking off. <laughs> Fucking goddamn. Oh my god. But, I, but the thing, even if there is something evil, Something evil. Like, I like how it's like a teddy bear or something. A stuffed animal is going to protect you from this creepy energy that's exuding from this closet. I don't, I don't know. Call me crazy. Anyway, I'll keep on going. I'll, I'll try not to, I'll try to keep the tangents down to a minimum. 
I'll do the interpretation and I'll talk some shit after it, okay? I thought it might just be a fear of falling asleep, uh, but it only happens in my room, on my bed, and even during the day. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, one night, I had a seemingly normal dream. I was hanging out with my friends and we decided to go inside for some reason. The next thing I know, I was on my bed, and I was in a paralysis state, you know, just staring at the door, as you do. Uh, thinking about it now, it must have been sleep paralysis. I mean, yeah, you, you wrote that, but let's keep it going with that. But it only I only experienced it once before. And then I noticed this huge grey-scale doll sitting at the end of my bed. It looked like it was made of wood and had all of its limbs fused together. The only thing that had colours were its eyes. Don't remember what the colours are. I'm going to go and say red. That's just me. That's just me adding my dinner. I remember trying to move and scream, but the only feeling was tingling. It's like that kind of... I guess it's like your limbs that are asleep. That's probably how I'd... Yeah. But then I was able to move again and back myself into the wall behind me. I remember screaming something like, You moved! And started crying. I yelled again. Then its eyes quickly darted to look at me. Then back to how it was before. It did it a few more times. I was screaming. I called it a bitch, I think. How do you not know you call someone a bitch? Every okay, every single person I've called a bitch, I know I've called them a bitch. And I will remember that. Till the day I die. I got a bitch, I got a bitch, I got a bitch list. I've got a bitch list. And I've gone, I've called you a bitch. I called you a bitch. I called you a bitch. And I called you a bitch. Especially you. <laughs> okay, so let's break down this dream. First off, honestly, you've, I think you answered it yourself way earlier. It's a sleep. It's sleep paralysis. You're having sleep paralysis. While it's not like so general. So I did a bit of did a bit of googling, and so like you got sleep paralysis, and people kind of describe it as like they can't feel, they can't move, they're screaming, they just they're screaming, but not audibly screaming. They've lost a lot of sensation, all this kind of stuff. So what it is, is I'm going to butcher this. So any researchers out there who know what I'm saying, just know that I am butchering your language. Hypnagogic or hypnopompic hallucinations. So basically, you're hallucinating. Your brain's creating these experiences. It's being interpreted as... um, Nightmares. So the hypnagogic stage is when you're falling asleep, and the hyperpomopic, hyperpomomic, waking up. So you're falling asleep and you're waking up. So you're having these, it's you're having these hallucinations, and it's these hallucinations can happen if you're particularly conscious during your REM cycle. If you haven't heard about the REM cycle, it's a rapid eye movement cycle. We've had some posts on the Instagram, so make sure you have a look at that and just let us make sure you're all up to date with all that kind of stuff. But basically, you're, there's a lot of stress that's happening, you know? It's not so much about interpreting, oh, well, it's, it's like, it sounds like you're just, you're probably not getting a lot of sleep. It sounds like you're a very anxious person in general, because you're, I don't want to sound like, I, okay, I want to know dumping on you about the I know I was talking on you about the the wardrobe being haunted, but it seems like a strange thing to say. Are you worried about anything else in your life? Because this your home is meant to be a safe place. Did something happen in the closet in the past? I don't know. Something. I they, I know I was making rude, rude jokes earlier, but maybe that's a possibility. But I think the the main thing is is that yes, let's look at the de- we, the demon in this sense is the doll. You know, it's it's like the traditional because like you've had 
there's been paintings of um they've had paintings of like sleep paralysis in the past with a little demon little gremlin on top very similar to what you're kind of describing well it wasn't on your chest it was on the bed so it seems like this is just a, a hallucination possibly that kind of falling asleep stage where you did believe that there was a doll there maybe it was a proper dream but it seems like you're not getting enough sleep it seems like you're afraid to go to sleep for whatever reason and that's not good because human beings we need our sleep unless you're like the like the rock or what's his name oh mark Wahlberg. mark Wahlberg. i got problems with you mark Wahlberg, and your restaurant chain but like those people who get who only need like four hours but for for you i would say for you out there it sounds like you don't get a lot of sleep if you're worried about what's happening in this closet then this is not a good thing if it's been happening for three years i'm surprised you haven't had more of this so essentially if you want to get my interpretation of it it sounds like you're really really stressed you're not getting enough sleep you might need to get some exercise and i would actually probably seek out medical assistance because if this is the if this isn't a frequent thing then i'm just talking out my ass but if if it is frequent or it's happening more and more it could be something more underlying more problematic that you need to deal with and i wish you all the best as much as i'm not as much as i shit on you earlier what's your name again rocks that meow i i I don't mean it i i genuinely don't i hope you're gonna get out there see if you can fix it because i really hope you do it seems like you have a lot on your plate and i really hope you get you start feeling better god damn it i got another nightmare okay so i was just okay so i did a lot of well not really research i just kind of went through reddit trying to find stuff and see what like titles worked but i wasn't really paying attention to um the filters the tags and the all of these are nightmares i got three nightmares here so maybe we're doing spooky dookie ookies a nightmare dream episode so okay so let's read this one this is a short one from reddit user law of recognition oh i like that name sounds it's like um it's, it sounds like something like judge dread i am invoking the law of recognition you have been recognized thank you thank you mr dread you're welcome now continue on as a good as a good citizen yep yes sir <laughs> If any, everyone out there who's like, I have no idea who you're talking about, then you know what? Look up Dread. Look it up. Watch it. You'll love it. I don't care. If you don't like sci-fi, don't care. Anyway, I've been having dreams that my dad has been spying on me with the camera. It, okay, before I go into this, I haven't read this yet. Before I go into this, do you know if your dad likes to put cameras into people's closets? Because we might work. We might have worked out where this evil energy is coming from from the previous person. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just said i just apologize for shitting on this person but oh i'm bad i know it maybe maybe this this experiment's not going to work out because I, I i don't have like christy to kind of rein me in i've just got i'm free reign i'm free reign here free range free range nick chicken egg let's go okay so hey that's what he wrote not me last night i had a dream about my dad spying on me with a camera also, I want to know how old you are, because that's extra strange if you're young. I don't think I didn't think much of it uh, when I first woke up, but once I started to think about it, this was probably the third time I've dreamt about it, and it was—it's more specifically my dad, never any other person. And it's just weird to me. 
And one time we were in an argument, I yelled out, how do you know what I'm doing? You don't have a camera in my room or something similar to that. And he reacted weirdly to that and we moved on to another subject. I don't know what I'm thinking. My dad is a good guy. I know he wouldn't do anything like that. Just what are these dreams getting to? So, okay, I got I got to digest this a bit. So, I'm thinking it seems pretty straightforward. I think you have issues alongside of how maybe it's just some tension between you and your dad. You know, maybe I don't know the full context, but I don't know how often do you guys get into arguments a lot. If that is the case, then maybe this is an interpersonal issue that's coming through in your dreams, you know, where you're having these issues of, you can't really, so, well, I, I always, we, I always end up coming back to this episode because number one, it was my favorite episode I've ever done. And number two, it was the best episode we've ever done. There was episode 16, season one, Lucid Dreams. So we used, we in that, we had uh, Dr. Brigitte Holzinger saying that we use dreams to kind of experience and practice that what we want to do in real life. So maybe you're kind of you're kind of dealing with your feelings about your father through your dreams, so that you can effectively try and understand him or something like that. But I think in this case, your dreams have kind of taken control of you, and you're kind of projecting this idea of your father that he is one in control that this is kind of like a deep authoritarian rule and maybe that's coming from tension with your father so i would see this as like an opportunity to have a conversation with your dad see what's happening and see where you know you can you can bridge you can bridge these gaps so i think that's where it's coming from it's just you've got a lot of tension with your dad and look, and I understand, and I understand having tension with your family, especially because look, you don't get to pick your family; you're born into it. And sometimes there's you've got completely different personalities, and you clash. But they're your family, and they care about you. And it sounds like you've got a good dad, and you love your dad, and that's good. Not, not a lot of people. There's people in the world that can't say that. So I think, I'd say, you know, continue your healthy relationship with your dad. I'd probably just say have more conversations. And yeah, just, I'd say, maybe change your perspective on how you see your father. Maybe he is controlling. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to be more independent. Or maybe you're putting an unfair lens on your father. I'm not sure. I don't understand your relationship. But depending on the context, I think it'd be a good chance for you to grow the relationship between you and your father. You know, because I think that's kind of our arguments and our tensions happen as we develop our own personalities and personhood and independent of our families so yeah wow that was actually you know what i always say this i'm not i am never ashamed to toot me own horn but i think that was a pretty good interpretation i think so too i think so it's you know it's interesting because okay now i've scrolled down and um I've scrolled down and I've read some interpretations. Like, you've got people saying um, fear of disappointing him, representation of authority or government. I, I think it's a bit simple. I might actually write write a response. I'll do that later. Let's do that later because I think that'd be interesting. Okay. Now, another nightmare. God damn. Okay, so is it just, am I just got that kind of a brain that 
I just want, I just want, I want the darkness. Give me the darkness. <laughs> Actually, I, remind, I do have a dream that I will be sharing at the end of this, this last Reddit segment. And, um, it, it's going to put me down, it's going to put me down on a bloody weird tangent. So bear with me. Anyway, so we're going to go, we're going to go through this dream right now. This is posted by Guarave7887. God damn. That was a Guarave. I can't read for the best of times. Now, this one's in a different one. This is a dream. This is called r slash dream interpretation. I think we did an episode on that a while ago. I think so. Okay. So, I dreamt of a dead lady getting out of her grave. Oh, necromancy. Zombies. Zombies? Yeah, zombies. I saw two men opening the grave again and getting out of her and getting out her she is my grandmother's friend and my grave is in the back of our house fuck god damn it oh, I I did it again I I didn't screen this properly I didn't like screen it properly I keep on doing this people writing this horrible mess anyway I'll, I'm just going to bloody just just wish me luck wish me luck they meet her and they get very happy. This is the people that pull out the grandmother's friend from the grave. The dead lady is staring at me and then she comes close near me and screams in my ear. That's rude. Would it be loud? I get extremely angry even though she, she's dead. I should be afraid of her. <laughs> I scream. I scream at her and throw her outside of my grandmother's takers. Takes her in. And after some time, she starts to abuse me, beat me, and once tried to kill me and orders me to go out of the house or she'll kill me. Jesus Christ. Okay. Because of her, I, I'm traumatized and I have huge rashes on my body and she didn't even beat me or she scratched my body and bit, bit it. My whole family, father's, my uncle, father's big brother, well, yeah, come to live with us uh, but when she's doing this, nobody is coming to help me. And that's okay. That's sad. Uh, and she says it's supernatural and she hates me while I'm in the room. She comes at me with a knife wanting to kill me while laughing. And then I run towards my aunt's room and they're laughing and they're ignoring me. Oh, that's great. I mean, I'd rather them ignore me when I'm being chased. Right? Like you go, oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, you fuck, you're nothing. I don't give a shit. Oh, now, now I feel bad. I didn't even read the next part. Okay. I'm crying thinking that if my mother and father were here, I would be safe. I'm 16 and my mother died when I was 14. God damn it, my father left. Oh, I'm a bad... I'm a bad person! Ah! Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. But then I decided to move out and as she wished, I packed my bags. I called my friend and asked if there's still a room for me. He says... Then, uh, why, uh, when I'm trying to go outside again, I'm going, I'm going outside of the city, not just this house. She keeps staring at me without saying a word. Then I'm walking up the road. I see three priests. I tell them what's happening. And they say to me, they say I have to sacrifice myself when then they kill me. And I scream, wake myself up. This happened three minutes ago. I'm terrified. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay, let's break this down. Okay. So, generally speaking, it's a bury, it's a digging up of the past. So, it seems like you have gone through a lot of stuff. 
And number one, sorry for what's happened. No, I don't see you as a victim. I just, you know, empathizing on the situation because that can't be cool for anybody. So it sounds like you've had a bit of a tra- traumatic upbringing. I don't know how old you are now. And it looks like uh, there's a lot of unresolved... Is there, a, there might be a lot of unresolved issues with that, which is absolutely fine. No judgment on my part. But, so let's break this down piece by piece. So you've got... If you were, I'm assuming, I hope this isn't the case, but um, if your grandmother was abusive to you, this is possibly just you reliving this kind of experience, which is not great. But then at the same time, it's I'm take I'm going to take it more on the uh, optimistic side of things. So, you know, it's a positive. It's as is. This is traumatic to you and confronting to you because you might be in a stressful situation dealing with a lot of stress dealing with a lot of anxiety and as that speaking from experience from having anxiety your brain likes to create issues from nothing and likes to spin positive things in a negative light so your stress and anxiety could be coming through in this as your caretaker, your grandmother and your grandmother's friend are confronting you, are abusing you. You're you're getting abused in this dream, like getting assaulted. And it seems like no one's caring for you, which is not great. But maybe this is complete opposite of your life and that you're using this as a way of preparing yourself for the possibility of loss and stress in the future or having to deal with the very confronting, realistic uh, situation of abuse in the future. And again, I really hope that's not the case because, like, this is <laughs> it started off as a fun, I was dumping on somebody, but now it's kind of getting a bit more serious. But I think the thing is, is that you're, it's bearing, you're digging, it's digging up something from the past, and this past is causing stress upon you, and then you're dealing with this stress through this dream. So that you're dealing with your grandmother assaulting you, abusing you. She's this representation of this kind of stress, anxiety, and trauma that you've had to live with. I hope in in positive element, the, the, the positive spin I'm going to take of it is that she isn't like that. She's the complete opposite of that. And hopefully this is just a, like just a silly nightmare of you just trying to deal with stress, essentially. But then at the same time, we finish the dream by saying the three priests, you have to sacrifice yourself. It's it sounds like you've you've burdened yourself with a lot of stress, anxiety, and you've dealt with a lot of trauma. So that this is like you, that that's the interpretation of you burdening yourself. You're burdening yourself that like to the point where you have to sacrifice yourself for the betterment of everything. Which I think it shows that you're. I think so far it shows that you're a very thoughtful person. Because I think a lot of people with anxiety are quite thoughtful, very thoughtful, empathetic. And you also want to do best for your family because your family seems to make a big part in this. And I really hope I'm not just spouting shit. But like, I think as with anything, especially with if you have like an uh, intense negative situation, it's trying to experiencing the feelings and then unpacking those feelings. And I think those feelings are anxiety, bit of uh, anxiety. There's a little bit of trauma there. And I think. There is, un- unless you're having problems day to day, this might be a, like a jumping off point for possible therapy, maybe reaching out to someone close to you, maybe reconnecting with family, if that's appropriate to you. 
Um, I hope this isn't a reoccurring thing. I think it is just what it is, and I hope you feel uh, less terrified in the future. Okay, let's take a look and see what people said. Uh, stress stream, fear of loss. Uh, okay. Uh, the spiritual answer. Okay, now nah, to be honest, I'm a bit. I'm a bit. Not really. I'm not really vibing any of these answers. I think my answer is better. I mean, I'm a bit biased. Okay. So now we're up to the section where I'm going to talk about my dream and I'm going to deconstruct it live. Well, I mean, relatively speaking, live. So. Uh, I had a dream where I was a contestant on a show. More specifically, I was a contestant on the show uh, Beauty and the Geek. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have actually tried. I, I thought about applying to that as well. So it's Beauty and the Geek Australia. And I had a dream where I was in, in it. They were doing the intro part. And what was my part? I I remember. It was weird because I was like watching the show. And I was in it, the show as well. So it was a weird the out-of-body experience. So I was talking about how I was super into Warhammer. Super into Warhammer. And then it was cut with me, like, painting and all this kind of stuff. And, like, it was it, it was just like... This is the thing with reality shows. I'm going to take a tangent here. This is the thing with reality shows. You get one thing that someone's super into, and you get the right edits, you would look like an insane person with anything you did. It's like... Oh, this guy likes to paint things and make little models. He must have social issues. Yes, I, I do. But that's that's just that's different. But you could make me seem like an insane person. I mean, you just have to listen to the podcast to work that <laughs> work that out. Oh man. Anyway, so I go in the pod. Uh, so not podcast. So I go in the um. Yeah. So I do my intro part. All that jazz. It's all fun and games. And then there's all of the beauties are my exes. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is this could not be worse, because I, I it was oh my god it was so awkward because they did all the introductions everything like that, and I was just like oh my gosh, did, is this show about me me and this and that and blah, blah blah I was taking it all as my own thing, and then the funniest part what the thing was is that they were like they didn't know me at all it wasn't like they were ignoring me they just didn't know me, but I knew them. And I knew stuff about them that came true because, again, I was watching the show and being in the show at the same time. And it was really interesting because it was kind of like I had a second chance. Not not so much for, like, love, but to kind of reconnect and try and reestablish friendships. And anyway, so I woke up and that was the end of the dream. So... I'm now that I've said that I'm really thinking that this was kind of you know if you've listened to the podcast before you would have heard me um have my little rant or whatever you know whatever episode that was but I think it's um it's interesting because I do think this dream is about me understanding myself and grow trying to learn from my past experiences you know what I mean Find out what I did wrong, if I did anything wrong, but if I did do anything wrong, what was it? Deconstruct it, see where it goes, see what happens. And then, which is funny, because the show is nothing like that. And now this is the, this is the segment of the show where I start shitting on a TV show that probably a few of you aren't even bothered, most of you probably aren't even watching. But I am going to have a rant on this. So... 
Beauty and the Geek, originally created by Ashton Kutcher. Yes, that Ashton Kutcher. And it was made in the States, and it was originally about, you know, geeks, geeks, nerds, um, teaming up with beauties to, like, kind of teach them, teach them things like math, science, all this kind of nonsense. But the thing is, is that these people weren't just like, oh, I, it's like, I, I like trains. I like trains, trains, oh, I like this, I like, you know, it wasn't like that. It was like, I'm really good, I'm successful in my field, I'm really good at what I do, I'm just really bad at talking to women. Oh, I've just got social anxiety. I've got all this kind of stuff. And I think that's the, the funny part is, is that it's, and then you got the women, then you got the women who were like, oh my god, like, I am super hot, and that's all I need in life. You know, like the 20-somethings going like, haha, I got like big tats. Well, no, they actually they, they weren't like that. That's awful. But anyway, so the point of the show was to kind of have these two people from two different sides to kind of work together and grow. The beauties get to help out the, the geeks with their social things, and then the geeks get to help the beauties try and be more rounded. It's, about, it's an experience about becoming more rounded as people, which... Does not sound like the kind of show. Reality shows, it was in that period of time where reality shows weren't so shit, but now they're kind of shit. Like, super shit. Like, diarrhea in the, in the bowl, I need a brush, I ain't gonna fix anything shit. You know what I mean? But anyway, now, it's 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 awful. I'm sorry, I, it's, it's like, now it's about a dating show where beautiful young women meet awkward men. Who wants to date? Like, look, man, I'm I'm awkward. Like, there's awkward. There's awkward. And then you're on the spectrum. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> That's bad. But like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like you don't want to date somebody that you're not vibing with, and that like essentially that you have to change for them to be more compatible with you. That's the very definition of problematic dating. You know, the show wasn't about, oh, I'm going to get this nerd, I'm going to bang him, and we're going to be a relationship. It was about p two people growing and become like, two people growing and learning through experience. That was the whole point of the show. And it's, uh, and the thing, and here's the other thing. Every, all the geeks on the show are just, like, weirdos. They're not smart. Like, it's just like, you know, I'm 30 and I'm super into Harry Potter and I want to get a girl like Hermione Granger. You know, Hermione Granger's like 14, 15 and stuff. You know, right? You know that, right? You, you know that, right? This is the thing. And it, like, I, people can like Harry Potter. I don't care about that. I'm not a huge fan myself and I've been scolded for that and you can come at me. I'm ready for it. <laughs> but like, it's I find it weird when you've got late 20s men, 30 year old men, going on about saying, I want to get my Hermione Granger. It's like, dude, don't go around a fucking, don't go around a fucking high school, okay? Because that's weird. That's absolutely weird to me. And then it's just like, we got this guy who's really good at like music and this guy, and we also have an Asian. And you're like, what? You got an Asian, because you know, Asians are really nerdy. They're really nerdy. It's like, what does the Asian do? He uses a, he uses a, a thing, a spray, a spray in your nose. Mm, it's so nerdy. It's like anyone who's got bloody sinus problems. It's like, oh, that's so nerdy. It's like, God damn it! Like, have you gotten your textbook? Like, this textbook of how to create a nerdy person from like the two thousands? Going like nerd. You know what I mean? It's like, God damn it! 
like, come up with better shit. Or at least, uh, I don't know, because maybe it's because all of the intelligent nerds were just like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to look like an idiot. And then you've got the beauties. Like, I, I honestly think to God, they must go in the off nights at a club to get the bottom of the barrel <laughs> and just go, you know what? You'll do. You'll be fine. And then you got one character. It's like, I want to be more, like, you know, be more rounded person, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I've got big tits. It's like, what? I've got big tits. But you've, is that what makes you a beauty? Yeah, but like, my tits are like two chickens. They're really big tits. It's like, what the, what's wrong with you? I know it's a reality show thing, and, and look, I'm not going to watch it. I tried to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to complain about it anymore because, you know, I saw what I saw. I make my comments. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. Anyway, I hope you like this experience that I've tried to facilitate, facilitate to you. This has been the What Do You Dream solo experience. I'm Nick, and I'd like to thank you so much for listening, if indeed you still are. And thank you, and good night.